Welcome to uh, week 15 post-game edition of the Sideline Junkies. I'm Brian. I got KG with me. What's going on, Big KG? What's happening, brother? How you feel? Hey, man, I'm doing good, brother. Another interesting week of NFL football um, with a lot of playoff implications and a lot of surprises today. So uh, let's jump into it and, and see what we had going today, man. Um I think I picked my Buffalo Bills three or four weeks in a row, right? I believe that's what we say. They finally come out with a victory today, 14 to 13. Um, let's see here. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, 13 to 26 for 204 and a touchdown. Um, you know, kids playing decent, you know, not making, you know, a whole bunch of mistakes. Um, they're going to have to figure out going forward about running the ball. That's kind of – unless it's Josh Allen. He only had 16 yards today. But other than that – But uh, hold on, wait, wait. Y'all had a 100-yard rusher today, didn't y'all? Negative, sir. That is a negative. Oh. That's a negative. I only watched the stat that rolled across the bottom of the screen. Now, now I'm – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the smartest thing in the book. Yeah, it might have we, – we had over 100 yards as a team, but – Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had running back by committee. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? Y'all had a 100 yard receiver in Robert Foster. That's what I was looking at. Okay. Yeah. 108, five for four, 108, and a touchdown. So, and, and that's what I always talk about about giving people a chance instead of re- it goes the same with coaches and players. Stop recycling players. Give somebody else a chance. You know, Calvin Benjamin, if they had kept him, you would have never seen anything about Foster. So, kudos to Buffalo picking up a win. Um, let's see. Let's go through the list here. Uh, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson led Ravens take out the Buccaneers uh, in Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, 14 for 23 for 131 and a touchdown. He had 95 yards on the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is a Lamar Jackson stat line. You, this is what you have to get comfortable with and get out of your comfort zone looking for a 300-yard passer because that's not what he's going to do. Um, as, as he gets better, he's going to evolve as a passer. You give him time to do that and learn the offense, and he's only – this is the third game starting, KG? Yes, sir, third straight. And, and you know, the reports coming out of Baltimore is that Joe Flacco, they're done with Joe Flacco, so that's very interesting that we talked about that uh, on the podcast earlier. So, you, they, think- you know what? That says a lot. Now, you know, Ozzie Newsom is retiring at the end of this year. And Flacco is Ozzie Newsom's guy. So that says a lot. I I, I wonder I wanna I to see where Baltimore's gonna go, uh, managerial wise, uh, player development wise and, and picks and everything now that Ozzie's leaving. Ozzie's been in that position, what, twenty some odd years? Maybe no. He been there he been there only GM yeah. for the last twenty uh thirty two years? No, nope, twenty two years. I'm sorry. Interesting, you know. I, I if mean, I'm not mistaken, let me I, make sure. I, I think he's done a hell of a job, um, because you know, as a GM, as a personnel person, you have to know when to, you know, some some teams have to go rock bottom before they retool. Some teams can retool on the fly, and I think he's done a really good job of retooling his teams on the fly. They haven't had too many, you know, completely out seasons, so. Um, but it will be interesting to see the Baltimore offseason and who who jumps up for Flacco. 
Junie said earlier, Jacksonville is in dire need of a quarterback. So let, let me say this. Ozzie Newsom has been in the front office of the Cleveland Browns slash Baltimore Ravens since 1991. Wow. That's that, that's crazy. That's hey, and how many Super Bowls he got the two uh he got two Super Bowls out of that? Two Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, that's not a and bad run. He was named general manager in 2002. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a bad run. So he technically, as general manager, only has one. But he was a part of the other one. So, Right. Hey. Well, he was the architect. I mean, depending on how you you want to put it. But he was the architect of uh, that 2000 team. Hey. Um, next game on the slate, uh, real quick, the Falcons 40. Cardinals 14. Wasn't too sure about the Falcons, KG, because, you know, they come out and lay an egg sometime, and, you know, the Cardinals have been putting up the effort. So um, I kind of guess that's what everybody expected out of the Falcons today. Yeah, that's what you, you've been looking for the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, so what happened to the Falcons this year? We don't know. That's a whole different show. Uh, no Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I mean, that that, you know, yeah. And we're going to get to that game next. We're going to get to that game in a little bit. That's a late game. We're going to get to that game in a little bit. Well, one of the games that we thought would be a game of the day, a really close game, was the Cowboys and the Colts. The Colts put it to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott threw 39 attempts. He only had 206 yards in the pick. Uh, Zeke only had 87 yards and 18 attempts. Um, Andrew Luck. I thought he would throw over 45 times a day, KG. Only 27 to 10, 16 to 27, 192. No TVs, no interceptions. Um, Mac, 27 attempts, 139 on the ground, and two touchdowns. Mm. So they got carved up on the ground. So, and Luck had 20 yards himself. But that was really surprising the way that the Cowboys had been rolling that they got shut out today. Yeah, um, Ezekiel Elliott called uh, their performance in that game an embarrassment. And we, across the board, because of the way Dallas had been playing, we all picked Dallas and we all took an L for it. Yeah, we did. Uh, Holding hold names. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't expecting 23 to nothing, I'll tell you that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, um the Titans take care of the Giants today, 17 to nothing. Um, the Raiders, I hate picking the Raiders. The Raiders lose to the Bengals, 30 to 16. The Bears finally chop down a demon, which is number 12, Aaron Rodgers, and win and take the NFC North, and they will be hosting a home playoff game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Trubisky, 20 for 28. 235, two touchdowns. You can't ask for better than that. Um, Howard, Cohen, uh, they had 81 yards combined with Howard having the TD. Uh, they, they played good. I mean, I think their strength is defense with, well, you know, all those good linebackers and pass rushers they got. They got to Aaron Rodgers. They made plays, KG. Yes, indeed. They sure enough did. Um, whew. I just – Khalil Mack had a sack with his back turned to Aaron Rodgers. That man is not a human. <laughs> I, yeah. I will 
saying that he, he is not him. He had two and a half sacks today. Floyd had two sacks. And uh, Nichols, a defensive tackle, they gave him a half a sack. So, um, yeah, they the, the, the bear, and when they weren't sacking them, you know, they were pressuring them. So, excellent job by the Bay. I think that's the first time since 2010 they've won that division. So, yes, yes, it is. Hey. And the funny part about it is they revamped their defense. Well, I'm not going to say revamp. They added a, a key piece to the defense to help out those guys on the nine. And you got another pass rush, and that middle of that line is strong and stout. But not only that, their offense is scary good. Yeah, they got some good pieces. There's some really good pieces. And um, that defense going into the playoffs alone, is a, it, I think it's a, a high-caliber defense and can, can definitely control and take over a game if it needs be. Technical. Yeah, they will never stop us, though. Uh, we were talking about the Vikings and the Dolphins. Um, 41-17, Kirk Cousins, 14-21, uh, 215. Dalvin Cook, 19 for 136. Latavius Murray, 15 for 68. Cook having two touchdowns, Murray having one. Um, <laughs> I think the Dolphins were – you know, riding their high off the New England game last week, and they came into Minnesota, and the Vikings cared nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, and the sad part about it, Latavius Murray has been quiet all year. I know because <laughs> I've watched him in the Super Bowl. I mean, sorry, and and during the season, I got the Super Bowl in my mind already. But I've watched him during the season, and his numbers have been very low. And the one week that I don't start him, he gets the ball 15 times. Oh, sound like a little fantasy butt hurt there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We get to uh, Redskins go into Jacksonville and handle business, and I'm going to get him their credit. I'm going to give Josh Johnson his credit, and I spoke on that earlier about him not even getting a chance um, so kudos to them. They keep their playoffs hope alive after what five straight losses? Oh man, was it five? Nope, nope, nope. It was four straight because we we seven to seven right now. Four straight. They, hey, they went in there, handled business. Um, they have to figure out that offensive line. I know a lot of people are hurt, but it was points in that game where. It wasn't even about talent. It was about just manhood, just being pushed off to the side. And, and you know, you, you can't have that. It's just instant breakdown of any play you're trying to do. So, KG, y'all keep your hopes alive, baby. But see, the thing with that, uh, I'm on the fence about keeping hopes alive. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, you play the game to win championships you play well let me start over you play the game to start when you come out of training camp you play to play for a winning record get to the playoffs you get to the playoffs you play to get to the Super Bowl you get to the Super Bowl you play to win um with the 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 way this team has been playing getting to the playoffs should not be the apex of any season just oh yeah we're just happy to be here you know Nah, you play because you want to win a championship. I personally would not like to see this team go to the playoffs because 
the first game, it nine times in ten is going to be a mask. So, well, well, my but my thing is, um, with the with the lack of you know uh, upper management that the Redskins have had. I, I, and I, I said this a couple of episodes ago, I thought Jay Gruden's job was safe just because of, you know, if you listen to, you know, the broadcast scenes, it's a whole, it's just a, it's a violin playing and a sob song because of all these injuries. But, you know, like I said before, yes, you have a lot of injuries. San Francisco does too. And they went and they took Seattle out today with a third string quarterback. So, Spare me about the the injuries, and you know when the next guy come in, you have to coach him up. You have to be a good enough coach to know what their strengths and weaknesses are, and maybe you have to tone down certain things. Maybe there's certain things you want to do that you have to kind of ease in, but that's the mark of a good coach. And I think Jay Gruden, although he's probably a great person, he's part he's not a good coach. He's not a good game manager. He's not a good uh, 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 manager of men. So, it will be interesting to see. I don't think they'll make it, KG. I really don't. They got Tennessee next week, and they got Philly the last game of the season. Philly's owned this team. Yes, indeed. Uh, In order to make it, have to win out, number one, but you're going to need help. And right now, uh, and that six seed is hold on. Who's my Min- six? Seed? Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota's yeah. a six seed, yeah. and pretty in- pretty much they're a half a game behind Minnesota. Yep. So, so it would come down if let's say Minnesota nine six and one. They're still a half a game back, but I think it would still come down to. Uh, common opponents or something like that. It would come down to different tiebreakers. But if Minnesota loses one game, one game, and they can go 8-7-1, and one, Minnesota is out. The Redskins win and go 9-7. and seven, They're in. Well, but they're still talking about the Redskins being able to take over control of the NFC East. And it, they're a game back with the Cowboys. And I'm glad you say that because I don't think that's going to happen. The Cowboys have the Buccaneers next week and then the Giants. They're not going to lose both of those games. Let let me say this. Which Cowboys team is going to show up? Is it going to be the Cowboys team that showed up today? Or is it going to be the Cowboys team we've seen a couple of weeks ago? Well, a couple weeks prior. You got to ask yourself that. You don't know who's going to show up. You don't know which Buccaneers team is going to show up. Is it going to be the most, you know, that explosive Buccaneers team that can jump out on you very fast? Or is it going to be the pedestrian-like Buccaneers team? Same thing with the Giants. Is it going to be the Saquon Barkley show with a little bit of Odell sprinkled in there? Or is it just going to be, you know, damn, Eli should retire? Well, very good. Very good points. Very good points. And and I don't think you're going to get any help with the Vikings, uh, even though they play a division opponent next week in the Lions and, you know, anything goes there. They're in Detroit for that one. They got the Lions and then they have the Bears at home. The Bears will be resting players. Um, but th- th- that's the thing, though. The Bears' backup are just as good as their starters. Look what happened when Trubisky was out. They didn't lose. Did they lose any games yeah. while Trubisky was out? Yeah, they did. Maybe, I think they lost one. Yeah, they did. 
So, and, and but they're a completely different team when he's out. So, yes, you know. Um, but you, you, but you're not just talking about Trubisky sitting now. You're talking about the running backs, so the Allen Robinson. I was talking, talking about Khalil Mack sitting down. That's that's going to be a cakewalk for the Vikings. You know. Um, now if they get to a a point where they would have to play the Vikings, I really think they would sit them down in because they're not going to show them a lot. You know, just say let's just say the Vikings get the wild card and they have to go to Chicago. They're definitely not going to want to show the the Vikings too much of anything. So I definitely would you know expect to see the the second and third stringers in that game. So a very interesting two weeks to go. So we we will see how that all pans out with the Redskins playoffs. Hope um, the uh, other game the. Uh, was the uh, Patriots and the Steelers? It still has snapped there. Where were they on three game losing streak? Yeah, three straight games. And they take out the the, the, the Patriots seventeen to ten. That's another sideline junkies. L. Uh, we're not across the board, but I know I picked the Patriots. So yeah, Junie the only one that picked Pittsburgh. So, hey man, but he, Jim Jim might go against Pittsburgh for the rest of the season if they went out. So yeah, I know, <laughs> I know that man. And then. Uh, the other four o'clock game, uh, like I said, this is a prime example of stop using injuries as an excuse. The 49ers at home in OT take out the Seahawks 26 to 23. Okay. The 49ers backup quarterback Mullins 20 to 29, 275 with a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Breeder. 17 for 50 rushing yards. Uh, Wilson, 46 rushing yards. They had decent, decent on the ground. Uh, Kettle only had Kettle only had three receptions. Not really, uh, you know, burning it up like he normally does. But this is this is what I talk about when I say a well coached team that a coach where he understands that okay, I understand I'm down to my third string quarterback. I know what he can do. And I'm gonna put him in the best position with the offense to win games. They're coached very well. The New England Patriots today, if you were watching that game and you saw Brady and them line up to go for it on fourth down, then all of a sudden the entire offense runs off the field and the punt team comes on seamlessly. That type of thing can't doesn't happen here. It can't happen here in Washington because the team isn't disciplined enough to do so. And it's just yeah, I'm not. You know, I get on the Redskins because this is a Redskins hometown. But there's plenty of other teams in the NFL that are are on the same boat. And, and you can see it week in and week out. So, hey, man, kudos. I, I said I said in our WhatsApp chat, chat earlier, Kay, I said the 49ers, they, they, they playing good. And I, yes, they are. I, I wish I had picked them, you know. I really did. I wish I had picked them. So. That's that was another one we held hands on and jumped off the cliff. <laughs> and we jumped off that cliff. There was spikes waiting at the bottom of that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, but, but hey. that that tells you that next season they're going to get it together. You're going to get. Imagine that offense with Jimmy G, yeah, and another running back to go with Breeder, man. And you get them just a few more key pieces. I think if you get them an expert, because Marquise Goodwin. Even though he's explosive, he's inconsistent. He was inconsistent in Buffalo, um, and he got he, he's also injury prone. I think you need a track star, 
you know, bring somebody. And this is something I say to you all the time with, you know, the Redskins. It's it, it, I get a certain point. It's time to move on for certain people. I can't keep you on the field, you know, ninety percent of the year. You know, it, it's a long season, seventeen weeks. You know, it's brutal, but you need people that can stay healthy. And if yes, you know, if if every year you're hurt, something's wrong. You know, I, hey, you're a good person. But at the same time, I have to find somebody that can stay healthy and help me in this offense. So, yeah, they, they definitely, you know, a couple. I think Seattle also, if they can get them a couple more, you know, maybe another playmaker um, or maybe focus on the uh, offensive line. I think they're a player, uh, like a dominant player away from on either side of the ball, uh, being a, a, taking another step off where they are now. I agree with that. And, you know, when it comes to offensive line play, you don't pick offensive linemen, you know, first, second round. You get your, your offensive linemen, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. And you get you gotta you gotta dig to find those diamonds. Those are the best ones. When you, you can dig and it may not be a diamond, but it's a ruby. Yeah, I hey, I, I agree with you hundred percent. But I mean if you have a chance and you could get a guy because you know if you get a first round guy, uh offensive lineman. And you pick the right person. He's a starter from day one. He's making a difference. Yeah, and you know what? To be quite honest, I'm not tooting my own horn. The Redskins did it twice. Trent Williams was one. Brandon Sheriff was another. And if you go back further, John Jansen, uh, Chris Samuels, those guys were instant plug-and-play guys. Sure was. Absolutely. And Chris Samuels carved out a borderline Hall of Fame career. Trent Williams is carving out a Hall of Fame career. I mean, I don't give a sh- <laughs> I don't give a nothing about <laughs> what anybody would say. He's going to be a Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Brandon Sheriff switched positions because he was supposed to be the right tackle. He moved over to guard, became one of the best guards in the league. Yes, sir. It's, you know, as a running back, you pulling, you see that guard pulling. When you see, you look up and you see Sheriff on the back, a hey, I'm following that. I'm hitching my wagon to him. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, hey, man, two games left. We got the uh, Eagles at the Rams in L.A. Uh, Eagles leading 3 nothing right now. You got the, the Monday night game tomorrow night with the uh, Saints and the Panthers. So that That's going to be a good game. I think this Eagles-Rams game is going to be good because of Nick Foles and – Take this to the bank, what I'm about to say. Nick Foles has three games left. He's going to start all three games because Carson Wentz is out. Nick Foles is going to shop his wares. Somebody's going to give him a max contract. I'm talking about he's going to get guaranteed money to come play somewhere. And he's only 29 right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I agree with you because I was harping at Buffalo before the draft to go get him. And uh, yeah. I, I really think that um, – it Philly feels like, you know, putting Wentz out there is detrimental to, you know, long-term. They'll shut him down quick because they've already done that before and have success. So they're definitely not scared to pull that trigger. Um, That's true. Before we head out, updated playoff uh, standings, playoff position in the AFC, your number one seed, if it ends today, would be the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chargers are right on their back. So there's going to be a real important Last two weeks, you could be, you could see the Chargers. I mean, the Chiefs be the number one seed or the fifth seed. So, very important two weeks left. 
the Chargers have have Baltimore next week. Number two seed right now in the AFC is the Texans. Texans mm-hmm. are number two seed. The Ravens, uh, the Patriots. The Patriots fail uh, to the third seed, and they lost to the Steelers today, nine and five. Uh, they would play the Ravens in the wild card uh, in New England, and uh, the Chargers would go to Pittsburgh right now to play the Steelers if it ended today. Uh, in the NFC, the Saints number one seed, and the Rams would get the buys. Uh, and here, here's the scenario I was talking about, KG. If it, if it ended today, the Bears will host the Vikings. So if this if this holds up, I promise you, you're going to see. They might call me and you to play for the Bears. They're not going to show them anything. They're not going to show them anything. You know, and that's one of those 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 things where if you're the Vikings coach, you probably want them to stay out there. Get used to that cold because it ain't no retractable roof mm-hmm. or none of that garbage. It's gonna be cold. You might get some snow or something, but uh, that's where it stands right now. And then the other matchup would be the Seahawks going to the Cowboys, which I think would be a hell of a game. Would be a hell of a game. So that's indeed what we, I agree with that. Yeah, that's what. That, we, go ahead, Casey. I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question. With that Vikings base now, if they go to Soldier Field and it snows, am I the only one that's, that would be geeked up and be like, you know what? Let me dust off my cleats. Let me polish my helmet up a little bit. I want into this game because it's a snow game, and it's just something about just playing in the snow, especially playoff implications. It just you don't feel that it's cold, and there's such great games. Yeah. Or is that just me? Nah, I think the snow gives it that different element, you know. You, you, At certain places where when you see snow, it just turns it up another level. Soldier Field's one of them. Um, uh, I just had him at Lambeau. There's another place. Uh, New England, Pittsburgh. You know, when you see these places, I guess because these, you know, especially with New England and Pittsburgh, you've seen them in the playoffs with, with inclement weather, and they've been great games. So it's just football in the snow. They go together like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, that is true. Um, real quick, in the AFC, uh, still in the hunt, the Colts are 8-6. and six. The Titans are 8-6. and six. Dolphins 7-7. Seven, seven. The Browns 6-7-1. and one. Uh, NFC, it's only three in the hunt. The Redskins are 7-7. Seven seven. The Panthers are 6-7. and seven. I think they'll probably be uh, eliminated tomorrow night. And then the Eagles are fighting for their life tonight. So the Redskins have a tall task ahead of them. Um, if, if Josh Johnson can just, you know, keep getting better by each week and learning more and, and they implement more read option. And uh, I, I really think they could probably, you know, make some noise. You know, I know you don't want them to make the playoffs, but, you know, you got to see how much fight this team has so you know who you need to get rid of. That is true. So, but let me let me throw an AFC scenario out at you real quick. Okay. The Browns are a game and a half back from the Ravens and that six seed. Yeah. It, it, it's fathomable that they make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're still in the hunt. They have to win out. Exactly. They got to go eight, seven, and one, but they need losses from the Dolphins, uh, two losses from the Titans, two losses from the Colts, exactly. and two losses from the Ravens. I mean, but it's it's still hope. I would hold out hope like I don't know what, but 
the Browns, you know, were my pick to win the AFC North. And, 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 and uh, not a bad pick, man. It's not a bad no. pick. Um, Greg Williams has won more games than Hugh Jackson did in his whole tenure. Just the, the la- over the last, uh, how long he been coached? Six games. Is this, it has it been six? I think it was. It's been six. Has it been six games? I want to say it's been four or six. It's something like that. But he's he's won more games than Hugh Jackson's whole tenure here. So I think the Browns definitely think that they're going in the right direction. You know, next year they have more confidence. You know, what I'm saying. Um, to to I mean that's a that's a loaded division. You got the Browns. You got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens now. You got Big Ben and still is still fighting. That's a loaded division. And then you got the Colts, Titans, and the Texans in the AFC South. So it's just like, you know, you got to fight your way through that. But it, it makes for good football. So Yes, indeed. Hey, Amen. And everybody's close in record. I mean, the number nine seed in the NFC and the number one seed are separated by five games. Yeah. The number 10 seed in the AFC and the number one seed are separated by four and a half. Yeah. This yeah. is just uh, – this has turned out to be a great season, period. Absolutely. And 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 what you're saying that we talked about this, I think the Super Bowl is wide open. Yes. Yes. Super Bowl is wide open because you've seen, you've seen the Chiefs getting taken out. You've seen the Saints get manhandled by the Cowboys, the Rams – the Texans, all, all these top teams that would have to buy, there's no one of them where you'd be like, nah, it's the Saints. You can't say that. You can't say that this year. So I cannot wait to see these last two weeks and playoff and, and just see what goes on, man. It's going to be a very, very, very interesting uh, NFL, uh, into an NFL season. Indeed. And I think we should do something special come playoff time, you know, take a couple games and we, we, do something real special. I know we ain't gonna be able to five the Winnebago. I think the Winnebago might be out of gas by the time playoffs come. Hey man, we'll we'll figure something out. Maybe uh uh we can uh do a show at uh Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. Maybe hey, if you listen to the show, you got any ideas? Maybe we can do a playoff uh, special Sunday or Saturday, at, um a local local uh sports bar or something. We'll definitely start looking into that. Um, and you know, we take the we take the the picks from the fans, man. All the fans show up. And we just take picks. Hey, what you got? Tell me who gonna win this game? Exactly, exactly, man. We all about interaction. You know, we love when we get emails, tweets, and you know that's what it's all about: talking sports and having fun and enjoying your team. That's what it's about. That's why we started this podcast. You know, and um, we have fun doing it. We hope you have fun listening, and we just want to keep getting better. We got a whole bunch of stuff in store. Uh, we're not even gonna save for 2019, but we got stuff in store for the rest of this year. So, yeah, hey, we're taking it day at a time. Well, I guess we better mosey on out of here. Let these people enjoy the rest of their Sunday night. Absolutely. Have a, have a productive Monday, everybody. It's the start of the week, and for some of us, start of a new pay week and all that, man. Just. Enjoy it and just enjoy the football that's coming this way. Absolutely. We got Thursday football. We got Saturday football. Uh, let's just enjoy it. Then we still got college football bowl season. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just about to say that. And uh, and don't forget, tomorrow, uh, me, and, me and KG, Redskins postgame. Uh, we'll break down the game, talk about the Redskins and 
in depth even more. And uh, we hope you'll join us for that. Like always, KG, let these good folks know where they can listen to us at. Oh, man. Of course, you can start right here, Anchor FM. Uh, that's our home. <laughs> so, Anchor FM is the start. Uh, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Google Play Music, and Google Play Podcast. Apple iTunes in the podcast section. Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, and Podbean. On uh, social media, on Twitter and Instagram, which is the Sideline Junkies. All one word, Sideline Junkies. On Facebook, Sideline Junkies, colon, podcast. And the email, SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com. And don't forget, SidelineJunkies.com. We got it. It's up and running. We done worked out most of the kinks. But, hey, we're a work in progress anyway. So, hey, come on, work with us. And also, shout out to our sponsor, The Infatuation. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, go to TheInfatuation.com. They have an iOS app. They have an Android app. Um, you're looking for good places to eat, different cities all across the globe. Check them out. We appreciate you sponsoring us. Uh, and that's it for us, KG. Yeah. And y'all hear how professional BJ sounds. Just, just, just love when he does it. This is so professional. It's so lovely. Man, I try my best. I try my best. You got to sound good for the hey, sponsors. I- Hey, that's why I went out and tried the app. Excellent. Yeah, it is. I, absolutely. It absolutely is. It, we, we definitely, you know, definitely wouldn't push it if we haven't downloaded ourselves. We have it on our phones and love it. And we'll be, you know, giving it another world around this weekend or next weekend. I'm sorry. Yes, so, indeed. AKG, always a good one, brother. Always, brother. Always. Sideline junkies, we out of here. We out. Yeah.